Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonya McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. So, I've said this before, I never listen to my podcast um, when I record them. I don't. And I can feel sometimes I'm happier than other times when I do them. That's just human nature. And I notice even though people send me in ideas sometimes, I don't feel led to talk about those things. Um, I, I speak about things that are heavy on my heart or that are downloaded in me that evening or immediately something that is pressuring me to talk about. This is no exception. So, I woke up at 11.30 last night. I went to bed at 8.30. Don't judge me. I woke up at 11.30 last night and couldn't go back to sleep. And I felt compelled to come downstairs and do a podcast. So, I ended up downstairs, but I didn't do the podcast. But it was really heavy on me, whatever the subject was. And, of course, when I woke up this morning, I couldn't remember what the subject was. So I'm going to go with this other subject that was heavy on my heart as well. And I promise you in the midst of me talking, I'm going to be hit with what I'm supposed to be talking about and have to change courses. But I do try my best to stay on one topic and stay focused, you guys. I know sometimes I'm all over the place, but today hopefully won't be one of those days. I want to talk about, are you... The jealous person or are you the supportive person? I want to talk about our friends and families doing good things, starting their own business, uh, starting a new venture, going back to school. Whatever it is, it's positive and it'll help them in their life and you don't support it. You don't support it because they're doing something wrong, but you don't support it because you're jealous or you don't support it because you just feel like why should I support them you know they never supported me or whatever your your reason is whatever it is are you that person I remember before my Facebook page now that has a whole what 500 friends I probably have my previous Facebook page had thousands upon thousands of friends and followers and I would post something and I would get hundreds of likes but when my book came out and I would post about my book you know it it was hard enough for me to write the book and let alone publish it because it's an autobiography and it's telling you know what I deem one of the biggest regrets I've ever had in my life and it's a very it goes through very dark times for me the book does but you know you get a like here a like there Um, I repost my friend when she opened her boutique I get a like here a like there I posted a guy and his pants were sagging so far down his butt and he was leaning over a counter. I could see his whole underwear. I posted that. I got hundreds and hundreds of likes and reshares. Right? I post a picture of me. I get hundreds and hundreds of likes. I go back to posting something. My friend who got her doctorate 
how proud I was of her. I post that. I got a couple of likes. Are you liking foolishness? Are you liking what we should be loving? Are you liking foolishness? Are you liking the, the pics of people getting hurt or fights? Uh, Walmart people, as I've called them before, looking, you know, a way you wouldn't look out in public. Is that what thrills you? Is that what you're retweeting and re-sharing and um, re-Instagramming? I don't know the proper term, so excuse me. But, or when somebody posted their friend just started their own company and, and they're selling clothes, their own boutique. Or somebody's opening a, a little um, smoothie bar. Somebody got their trainer's license and now they're doing um, physical training. I forgot what they're called too. But they're, they're training people to get in shape. Are you sharing that? Are you sharing the goodness people are going through? Or you skim past that because it's not you? It's not you? And so why should I? More yet, those friends who are doing these great things with these family members, are you supporting them? Or do you feel as though, well, you're my friend or you're my cousin or whatever, I shouldn't have to pay. That's just as bad as not supporting. When somebody puts their money and time and effort into branding themselves in one way or another, making jewelry, writing books, Owning a boutique, doing hair, owning a hair shop, owning a hair supply store, and you expect free because you know them and you love them and you're saying you support them. You don't. You're not supporting them. What you do is that, that $10 necklace they're selling, you say, you know what? I'm going to buy five of them. I'm going to give them out as Christmas gifts this year. I'll never forget um, several years ago when I was working at the Department of Health, there was a young lady, she made hair oil. She made it and, you know, I would support her by buying it. Every year, for three years straight for Christmas, every African-American person or person with African-American hair, I knew I would buy them that oil in the Department of Health and in my home. I would buy it and um, I, I had stockings for every employee. We had a wall of stockings with 40 plus stockings on that wall for the employees who worked under me at one point. But I would um, buy them little bitty bottles of oil. That's $5 a pop. Five or $7 a pop and then I would buy the big ones for my house which was at the time $12 a pop, now she's selling them for like 30 which means her business is doing well, which I applaud. But the thing is, for three years straight, I bought that oil and gave it out as gifts to extend her business. Because if somebody liked it, of course they would look at her label and they would order more. If they didn't, they would probably give away what I gave them or put it aside or throw whatever they did. But the purpose is... I supported her and paid full price for everything and of course every once in a while she would be so grateful for the business I was bringing her way she would gift me something but that was my purpose of doing it 
My purpose was to support her in her endeavors. That was my purpose. Um, I'll never forget, I had a friend who owned a boutique and I really couldn't at the time afford the stuff she had but I wanted to support her so of course I found some stuff I could afford and that I liked of course I wasn't just buying stuff that was expensive to throw to the side but I bought it I bought her stuff and supported it and took pictures and tagged her in the pictures and made sure people understood where I got this stuff from and where she was because I supported her and now that I've moved on up the scale a little bit, I supported her even more. And we're talking a decade later, I bought some clothes, hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of, you know, a few items from her. But once again, I tagged her in it to make sure people understood where I got those clothes. I'm going to support people. I don't care what it is, and I've said this before, and I know a few people shunned and probably cringed when I said I had a friend who I helped, um, she wanted to be an author, and I helped her to the best of my ability. And she put out some books, uh, and they're like soft porn, and even her, I supported her. You know, I bought one of each of her books. Um, you know, I, I think the ones that were the softest, that you know a 17 year old could read and it's just it it's got a storyline or something i i posted that i supported her even though it's not something i would normally buy or read but i supported her so i don't pick and choose what what my friends do that is positive in their life let me let me reiterate that positive in their life that i want to support you guys, when you don't support somebody or you expect free, you got to remember your day's going to come because we all have our wonderful days. We all have our own path to walk in. Nothing's worse than a person who all of a sudden wants to do exactly what their friend's doing because their friend makes it look easy or why should they get all the business? I could do that too. There's nothing worse than that. You want to know what I'm talking about? I'm going to give you a great example. And I'm going to use me. And it's going to make somebody um, cringe a little bit. And it's okay. <laughs> when I wrote my book, my first book, I didn't know a single author. Not one. Not a single person who ever wrote a book. But it motivated, I've said this before, at least 15 people that I know to write a book after me. At least. And I helped the majority of them. Whatever information they asked for, whatever they needed, I sent it to them. Whatever it was. I, I was very proud. I think everybody has a book in them. But that was my calling, to write books and to do what I'm doing now. That is my calling, and I know it. I know it. There were a few people who decided, you know what, she's getting too much attention from this because... You know, TV news outlets started reaching out to me and radio shows started reaching out to me and I started being asked to travel and, and go speak in different venues. And, and there were a, a few people that, even though they didn't say it, they smiled with me and they cheered for me. They never bought my book. And 
two of them decided if she can do it, I can do it too. And then they were upset that people weren't calling them to come speak. And they weren't traveling and they weren't on the radio shows and TV shows. And so they started distancing themselves from me. You know, talking about me. And I was still the same person. As a matter of fact, I didn't even like the attention. What some people were chasing, I was trying to run away from. And they were chasing it like a dog after a car. I was running from it. It was too much for me. I didn't want to keep reliving my book and talking about my book to people. I didn't want to stick around after I did a show um, to sign books and talk to people about what I'd been through. I wanted to slink into a corner and be by myself. But for some reason, still the thought of me being out there doing this didn't rub a couple of people right. And I lost some acquaintances because I wrote a book and then they decided, well, she can do it, I can do it. And they wrote books and they didn't get the same attention and they didn't like that. But the crazy thing is I still bought their books. I still supported their endeavors and put it on my page. I still did the same thing, even though they never bought my books. And, and one of them I called almost a best friend. Never bought my book, but I did send it. I paid for the postage, and I sent my book that everybody else had to pay for. So, let me tell you. One thing I've learned over the years. We all have our own path to take. And when you see a friend or a family member taking a path and you jump ship from the path you know you should be on because you want to up show them or you feel like if they can do it you can do it or they make it look so easy and good you, you decide you want to do it you're leaving your gift on the table for anybody to snatch up you might even lose the ability to go back and do what you were called to do because you're chasing somebody else's dream. You have your own. Even sometimes like me, it's not your dream, but you know it's the path you're supposed to be on. Maybe eventually you'll feel like it's your dream, but you know your path. The majority of us at, at a certain age, we absolutely know what path we're supposed to be taking. We absolutely know what our gift is. And we absolutely know we should be working in that gift. But we get sidetracked because Billy and Betty, their gift is different than ours and they're doing so well in it. They're being prosperous, they're making money, they're getting famous, they're, they're getting attention. I want all that. So let me go after Billy and Betty's dreams. Let me follow their gifts. Let me write this book even though I'm not a writer and I change the, the person's name every third chapter because I can't remember my lead person's name. I forget what city the people are in. So in one chapter everybody's in Chicago and the next city they're in Buffalo, New York. But Sonya wrote a book and made it look easy so I know I can do the same and get more fame than her and more money. 
let me start making jewelry. It can't be hard because Paula's making jewelry and that jewelry's beautiful and I see people posting it and and I can make it and make it cheaper than she does. Her jewelry's expensive. So let me jump ship from medical school. <laughs> That's a great exaggeration, right? And let me go make some jewelry because she's making money and I can make that money and I can do it better than Paula. Let me start cooking because such and such is selling plates and they're talking about getting a little um, RV thing, a food truck to sell food because they're selling so much. I can cook better than them. I'm a better cook. So let me start selling plates so I can get me a food truck and show them how it's done. All wrong, you guys. All bad. All bad. What you do is you support your friends, your associates, your family, your co-workers. You support them. Even if you can't afford what they have, post it. Hey, you guys, my friend is making homemade lotions and candles. The candles are $40. You don't even have to tell that. But if you can't afford the $40, hey, you know what? I'm still going to support you. I'm going to put you on my Facebook page, my Instagram. I'm going to tweet you. I'm going to do all that for you. I can't support you right now financially, you know, but I can support you and try to help you bring in more business. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, my friend has a computer repair business. I don't need a computer repair, but I heard that he does an excellent job. If you ever need your computer repaired, your laptop, your, your, even your, your phone, you know, whatever it is, this is their information. Great person. Please look out for them. You don't need your computer repaired, so you don't need the business, you know, to use your friend right now, but you're supporting your friend by putting it out there in the atmosphere. I absolutely knew who rocked for me when my books came out and who didn't. Even with this podcast, there are certain people who used to call me all the time. This podcast is out, hasn't called me once. I don't even support this podcast. Not support it. Of course, I support this podcast. But I don't put it, um, you know, I, I don't try to push it. I just put it on Facebook and I walk away from it. That's it. How I got so many followers is beyond me, but the grace of God, because I am doing what I know I was purposed to do. Even in my darkest podcast, if you listen to them, I still speak nothing but truth. I am honest. I tell you, you know what, I'm going through something right now. I don't even know what's going on with me. I'm super sad. I'm this and that. But I'm still doing this podcast because somebody else has to be feeling here. They have to be in this spot right now. If one person listened to it and said, I'm there, I did what I was supposed to do. I might have prevented somebody from hurting themselves that day just by showing them I'm not always happy. Things in my life aren't always hunky-dory. But I'm putting myself out there because I'm following my own path. I didn't know one single person who was doing a podcast before I did this. Not one. Before I wrote my book, I didn't know one person who wrote a book. And since then, I have met jewelry makers, boutique owners, um, people who open their own hair salons, people who own, open their own hair supply, 
somebody who opened his own computer repair business. I met somebody who builds anything you need. She can put it together. You need a dollhouse built for your child. You need a doghouse built for your dog. I've met people who actually make clothing. And each and every one of those, and of course, authors and singers, um, people who play instruments and they want to become famous for doing all that. Every last one of them I have shared and posted. And never once have I expected anybody to do the same for me. Now, anytime I see one of my books posted, even now, because I took them off the shelf so many years ago, my heart melts a little bit. Especially when it's people I know. Like there's a lady named Rita Allen. She got she moved to New York. When uh, I lived in Missouri, she lived in Missouri. She supported my book. She bought them and posted them when she read them. And um, she moved to New York and joined a book club. And my book was one of the first ones, even though it wasn't on the market anymore. She somehow found them books. And everybody in her book club got a book. And she tagged me in the book club. And it was her second time doing that. She could have went anywhere else. She had already read my books, but she remembered me. And, of course, that made me feel good because she's somebody I knew, love, and call friend. She supported me. But I also have people who I know, love, and call friend who expected a free book. They came to my book signing. Both my book signings, you guys, were off the chain. Both of them. Both, because I only released two of my five books, but both of my book signings were off the chain. I'm talking full to capacity, people buying books, but some people just came to sit, listen, and eat because I supplied food and drink, and that was okay too. You still, in my mind, came to support me, even if you didn't buy my book. Both, um, there was a guy named Lamar Jones, such a good friend of mine and I miss him dearly he uh, passed from COVID my friend Lamar he never bought one book he did like I would do he buys seven books eight books nine books and then pay over what he was supposed to pay pay over if the books were ten dollars each and he bought 80 he would give me a hundred and twenty and then post it and then let me know when Christmas came or something. He wanted more books. My friend Paula had just barely met her. She said she wasn't much of a writer, a reader, excuse me. She read my book in two days. Called me up and said she wanted seven or eight more of each book. She was giving them out as Christmas gifts. She thought the book was so good. Support. And I'm not saying this for you guys to support anything I'm about to do because I'm not about to do anything that I haven't been doing. I am going to release my third, fourth, and fifth book. I want to release my first and second book. And as soon as my third book is ready for release, there's a guy named Kenny Payne. He was a really good friend to me when I needed a good friend. He lives in Kansas City with his wife, his beautiful wife and his son. Um... He'll be the first person to get that book because I've been promising him for years I would send him that book. But fear kept me from doing so. The purpose wasn't for me. The purpose is for everybody. You guys, are you a friend and supportive? Or does jealousy and envy step in 
when you should be being a friend? Do you see your friend's positive post about what they're doing and you push past it? Do you have a friend, I don't care if they're not even selling anything, or a family member who constantly is taking pictures of themselves and almost every day they're posting pictures of themselves singing or flipping their hair or they want everybody to see them and you're tired of it so you ugh, and you push past it you know you you oh they think they cute and you want to push past it that's crazy because somebody else loves themselves enough to want to post themselves you're tired of it I've heard that before, which is why I'm saying it. You don't have to like the picture, but if you love the person, love their confidence. I do. I have a family member right now. If I get on Facebook any time of the day, she's going to have pictures of herself posted. Singing, looking all beautiful, uh, getting her likes on, and I'm going to be one of them likes. I'm going to send some loving eyes, a heart, a thumbs up. Tell her, you go, girl, because I love her confidence. But I also have a family member who posts a lot because she really doesn't have the confidence. And what she's looking for is the kudos from Facebook world. That's important to some people. Now, I know it's not the same as money and supporting a business or franchise or some new endeavor somebody's doing, but even support the Facebook posts. Support, send love, send love. I'll never forget one time somebody told me, I'm laughing but it's really not funny, but to go back and said, all these people talking about you're so beautiful and sending hearts to this person that she knew that I didn't know. Talking about they know they're lying. That is not a beautiful woman. She is so unattractive. And the way she said it, it was hilarious. But it really is not hilarious because everybody has their own beauty. My husband said I can never hook up anybody he knows in life because I think everybody's beautiful. If I get to know you at all and you're a decent person, you probably will be beautiful to me. And you can be the beautifulest person with the ugliest heart and the worst disposition and you will never hear me call you beautiful. Never hear me, be, never hear me call you beautiful. But you can be what other people deem as not attractive. I don't really know what that looks like, and I'm being honest. Anybody who knows me knows I'm being honest. Um, you can be what other people deem as unattractive and be the sweetest, kindest person. I honestly see you as absolutely gorgeous. And I can meet somebody who is single and tell them I have this beautiful, gorgeous friend, and then they meet them, and then they're mad at me. That's happened to me twice, and I don't get it. And it's true, I don't get it, um, because the person's so beautiful to me. So beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but if somebody is posting and posting and posting picture after picture of themselves, and you see each one, it takes you but a second to hit that thumbs up. Don't start avoiding them. And definitely don't talk about them. If you don't want to see their post, unfriend them. Stop following them. Then you won't see those pictures that they post every day and you have nothing to talk about. I do want to tell my younger listeners that don't think as you get older those kind of things change. They don't. 
They don't. You will have 70-year-olds who are jealous of you. You'll have 80-year-olds who's jealous of you. You'll have 60, 50, 40, 30, 20-year-olds who are jealous of you. You'll have 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80-plus people, year-old people who will support you. They'll be proud of you. They'll reshare your tweets, retweet your tweets, reshare your Instagram, your Facebook. They'll do all that because they're proud of you. And they want to see you grow. And they want to see you prosper. And something about me, I don't have a lot, but I'm comfortable. I used to always pray when I was younger. I never prayed to be rich. I always prayed for enough. And God seemed fit to give me enough. I'm good. If I have the friend who becomes the millionaire, I love it. Just invite me over sometime. Let me get in your pool. Let me come eat when your chef cooks or something. But I love it. And I support it. And I'll be very proud of that person. I got what I asked for. I asked God that I could see anything I want and go buy it. I can get any vehicle I want. I have shelter, I have food, I have clothing, I have love, I have beautiful healthy kids, I have beautiful healthy grandkids. What more can I ask for? I am more blessed than the majority of this world. I can drive what I want but yet and still I chose a Mazda CX-5 because that car is the bomb. My previous car was a Mazda, my previous car before that was a Mazda. My daughter started me on this Mazda journey. We can live almost anywhere we want, but we choose a gated community and we live in a condo. I did tell my husband we have to go buy a house though because I want a trampoline for the grandkids and for myself, I'll admit that. But I'm blessed. And I have plenty of friends who make way more money than me and have way more than I do and I'm proud of them. I have a cousin who lives in a mansion. This lady has three or four businesses going. She's beautiful. And I support her the best I can. Of course, I don't live in the state she does, so I can't go to her hair salon. I can't, she has a, 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 some kind of business with um, fixing people's teeth. She owns a boutique. I support all that. The only thing I could ever buy from was her boutique, and most of the clothes are not for me, but I made sure to go through her page on several occasions and find something I could wear. And as a matter of fact, when I get off this podcast, I'll go look again and see if there's something else I can wear. But it's Atlanta clothes. So it's, you know, a lot of, um, uh, I call it stripper wear. Everything's not for strippers. So, but I call it stripper wear, a lot of that, and and young people clothing. You know, I I think I pretty much dress age appropriately. But my whole point is, I'm going to support that. And that girl got way more money than I have. I think she's in the millionaire status. And I ain't mad at her. I'm so proud of her. But if you are in Atlanta, um, I am going to post somewhere on Facebook her her spots so you can go to them. But you guys, the whole purpose of this whole thing is support each other. Support each other. And if you feel that jealousy or that eye rolling or, you know, like, who is she to do this or that or this or that? Pray about it. Ask why you have that spirit. 
ask why you have that spirit. I can honestly say nobody's ever done anything I was jealous of. There's a young lady now who um, posted on Facebook her her book was number one on on something, and I'm sorry. I like that, hearted it, and was looking for her book. There's a gentleman who I seen his book was out. I sent him a message on LinkedIn and said, hey, where can I get your book? I tried to buy it on Amazon. I'll just go buy your book. I won't have to let you know I'm supporting you first. I'll just buy your book. And I couldn't find his. So I had to ask him. And he said, I will send you one. Of course, me being the person I am, I said, I absolutely appreciate that, but I want to support you. I want to buy the book. Um, I had shared my address with him, but told him, please let me cash app you or whatever. Next thing I know, the book is in the mail. And it says, Sonia, please accept this as a small token for the guidance you gave to get this work from conception to print. The publishing of this book has opened doors that have led to life-changing opportunities for me. You have helped me in the journey in ways you don't know. Thank you for your help and encouragement. God bless you, Donald. The book is called Call to the Front, Fighting Life's Battles Equipped with the Whole Armor of God. And the author's name is Donald E. Carter Jr. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've helped so many people. I barely remember helping Donald. Um, but he also sent me something on LinkedIn and that him and his beautiful wife uh, just appreciate the time I spent to help with this work. That's what's up. I still want to pay for this book, but that's what's up. It makes me feel so good when people say thank you. And this right here has changed my life for the better. I appreciate it. That's what's up. If I can do that, that's even part of my calling. I will say that the book writing and these, these podcasts I'm doing now and helping people with their books and whatever little other things I might know better than somebody else might know, if I'm doing all that, I'm doing exactly what God equipped me to do. I'm not supposed to be a singer, even though I think I can sing. I'm not supposed to be a dancer, even though I love to go dancing. I'm not supposed to make jewelry like Paula. I'm not supposed to cook like Chef um, Tommy, a friend of mine. Even though I can cook my butt off and bake. But I'm not supposed to be cooking and selling plates. I can't do hair like the people in my cousin Gianna's shop. But I can do hair. It's just not my calling. I can cook, but it's not my calling. I can wear that jewelry. I'm not even going to ever try to make jewelry. And I can write. And I can give love. And I can support. And that's all I'm saying, you guys. Love and support. And I promise you, there will be people who will support you you'll never see coming when you walk in your own shoes. Stop trying to put on Sister Ellis's shoes and Sister Ellis wears a six and you wear a nine. Stop trying to put on Bobby Tommy's clothes 
and you wear a medium women's and he wears a 3XL men. Walking your own and support others who do the same. So what if they make more money than you? Do you still have what you need? If not, you need to pray about that. But don't hate on the person who has what they need. And they have plenty. Don't hate on that. Be proud of them. I have a, a several favorite singers and it is so ironic that minus two I know these people personally. And I don't say they're my favorite singers just because I know them. They put together some excellent music. One of them's name is Amy Dimps. And I met her and her husband and her beautiful um, daughter. She, has, she had two daughters when I met her. I can't remember both or if she was pregnant. I, no, she had one when I met her, Jazz, but anyway. This lady is my absolute favorite singer in the world over Jasmine Sullivan, who I love, and, and Selena Johnson, and all those Letsy. Amy Dimps is my absolute favorite singer in the world. I think she's a beautiful person inside and out. Um, her husband was our minister of music at Doral, but I found out that she used to be lead singer of Sounds of Blackness. And all I knew is when I got married, I wanted this lady to come sing for me. When I did anything, I wanted this lady to come sing. She's not only got the most beautiful angelic voice I've ever heard in my life, she's humble and she's supportive and loving. And she loves her family and she loves people. She's just a great woman. You know, I wish, I'm much older than her, but if I, I wish I would have got to know her um, as a person other than the hugs you know seeing her before church and after church but her spirit is so humbling it grasped me and um, even though I knew her husband a little better because he was the minister of music at our church so I had to talk to him more of course and and I'd see him more because me and my friends would go um, he also played jazz down in Kansas City so I didn't get to know her as a person, but her personality comes out through her music. And I'm always wishing and hoping that she puts out some music or that I I make so much money for an event that I can invite her to come sing so I can share her voice with others. Now, she doesn't have anything out, but I threw it out there, you guys. So if a lady named Amy Dims ever does anything musically, you'll know it because I support her. I posted on Facebook before and before and before, hey, Amy, I would love to hear you sing this. For some reason, she just doesn't sing, I guess, anymore, but um, I'll post that. And I have a friend named Betty who can sing her heart out. I have plenty of friends. Isaac Cates and Ordained is one of my favorite music groups. I, I could go on and on and on because I know a lot of musically inclined people, but my whole thing is... I support them, I love them, they make great music, I think I can sing, I stay in my lane <laughs> and just support. Everything's not always about money, but it is about support. So, will you support somebody today? Support them. Oh, my last, my last example. I'm running for St. Jude, um, September 24th. 
I'm running a half marathon. I'm doing 13.1 miles, and it's virtual, so I'll do it. Um, I already have it mapped out for my house, but I have something to prove that I do my 13 miles. Now, I had posted, and I've said this before, that I was doing this, and I only tagged 23 people, and only one of them sent me a heart. Nobody responded. But then I realized, okay, these people, some of them really love me, so I started sending out individual text messages, and as I did that, everybody supported this. It's another way to support. I only asked for $5. Nobody gave 5 Everybody gave. Um, the minimum I think I got was 10 which was still more than I asked for and appreciated. If somebody would donate, donated a dollar, I would have appreciated it. I am now the number one collector. I have more donations than anybody, including teams. And I'm still taking donations if somebody wants to donate $5. All you got to do is send me an email, Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A, dot artist, A-R-T is in tango, I-S, at ymail.com. That's Sonia.artist at ymail.com. And I'll tell you how to donate a dollar or two. But anyway, it's just the fact that I could have been upset and thought, Nobody responded to my message about this donation thing. As much as I support people, as much as I'm not doing this, any, I didn't do that. I just figured people couldn't have seen it. Some of the people I sent that to, there's no way. So I started just individually texting people what I was doing and asking if they could afford the $5. Now, I had two people to let me know they couldn't afford it right then, and I understood that, greatly understood that. It didn't make me feel any kind of way because I know they still support me. And when I do the run, they'll give me my kudos. So you guys, support doesn't always have to be monetary, but support, love, be kind, be patient. Understand somebody else's gift is not your gift and walk in your own shoes and under your own light. And I promise you will shine. It might not be overnight, other people might start shining brightly all around you and you might still, your light still might look a little dim to you, but it's okay, it's your light. It's your light. And it will get brighter. And it will get brighter. And it will get brighter. And things will get better if you just stay in your lane and walking your own purpose. That's it. It's that simple. And you never know, the love and support you give to other people, it might show so much from people you don't even recognize is out there that they want to give you the same because they see how much you support others. But whatever you do, don't hate. And don't discourage other people. And don't talk about them just because they're doing good and try to make other people not support them. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you're not going to be loving, just shut your mouth and move aside all right you guys i'm sure i'll have another podcast coming soon because whatever it was that was so heavy on me to talk about yesterday still has not come down so once it does i'll be ready for next week's podcast as always have a beautiful 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 day and if you want to reach out to me i gave that email earlier something's going on with my led by motivation email so if you've been emailing and I haven't spoke about your emails, I apologize. I'm gonna reach out today to um, the
the people who host that website for me. All right, so in the meantime, you can still get me at Sonya, S-O-N-Y-A dot artist, A-R-T-I-S at Ymail.com. Have a beautiful day, everybody.